Reading today is taken from Jonah chapter 4. But to Jonah, this seemed very wrong and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord, isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? That is what I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. Now, Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. But the Lord replied, is it right for you to be angry? Jonah had gone out and sat down at a place east of the city. There he made himself a shelter, sat in its shade and waited to see what would happen to the city. Then the Lord God provided a leafy plant and made it grow up over Jonah to give shade for his head to ease his discomfort. And Jonah was very happy about the plant. But at dawn the next day, God provided a worm which chewed the plant so that it withered. When the sun rose, God provided a scorching east wind and the sun blazed on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. He wanted to die and said, it would be better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry about the plant? It is, he said, and I'm so angry I wish I were dead. But the Lord said, you have, great, you have been concerned about this plant, though you did not tend it or make it grow. It sprang up overnight and died overnight. And should I not have concern for the great city of Nineveh, in which there are more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left, and also many animals? This is the word of the Lord. Well, good morning, everyone, and we in the Jonah story today in chapter four. Now, have you ever been in a situation where someone has got off the hook and it's made you so frustrated? Maybe it's the school bully who didn't get the punishment that they deserved, or it's the car that is speeding down the road in front of you that cut in on you, and then it slowed down just as it got to that traffic camera. Or maybe you're playing rugby and there's an opposition prop that kept on collapsing the scrum, but the ref refused to give them a card. And you're thinking, this is unfair. They've been let off the hook. I have a reason to be angry about this. And in fact, that's exactly how Jonah feels at this point. Furious that the Ninevites have been let off the hook. But since we're in chapter four, we need to go back to chapter one, two and three and recap what's happened in the story. So let's do that now. Jonah's story starts with God telling him to go to Nineveh and preach against them. But he doesn't, does he? He flees to Tarshish. He jumps on a ship and sails across the sea as west as far as he possibly can go. And while he's on the sea, there's a storm that breaks out against the ship and the waves start breaking against the ship and the wind's buffeting the ship. And the sailors on board realize that someone has caused the storm. So they've cast lots and they find that Jonah is the one who is to blame. And Jonah tells them, throw me into the sea. So they take Jonah and they throw him into the sea and Jonah falls into the sea, but he's there just for a short amount of time 
before a whale gobbles him up. And then he finds himself inside the whale. And it's there in the cramped and smelly belly of the whale that Jonah prays out to God. And he says, salvation comes from the Lord. It's only by the Lord that we are saved. And so God commands the whale and the whale spits Jonah back up onto the shore. And Jonah makes his way to Nineveh. So now Jonah journeys all the way to Nineveh. And when he finally gets to Nineveh, he walks around Nineveh every day. And he says, 40 more days and then destruction is going to come to this place. The Lord is going to destroy it. And the most incredible thing happens. This news reaches the ears of the king and the king decrees a fast. He says, if we fast and we turn away from our evil ways, we turn away from our violence, then the Lord might not bring calamity on the city. And so right from the very top, from the king all the way down to the animals, everyone wears sackcloth and they all turn back to God. And then God says that he has seen that these people have turned away from their evil ways and turned back to them, to him. So therefore he will not bring the destruction on the city that he has promised. But how does Jonah feel about it? So we find our prophet on his knees again, and this time he's crying out to God, just absolutely furious with God. And he says to God, I knew it. I knew that you were gracious and compassionate God, abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. And this is the reason why I didn't go to Nineveh at first. This is the reason why I fled to Tarshish. I didn't want the people of Nineveh to get off the hook. And I knew that you were so generous and so full of grace that you would let them off the hook if they turned back to you. I wanted them to perish, God. And then he hopes that his little speech is going to influence God. So he sits down at a place above the city where he can see what God will do to the city. And he builds a little shelter for himself. But the elements are fierce against him. The sun is shining. So God sends a little plant and it grows up above Jonah's head. And it protects him from the sun and the wind. And he goes to sleep. And then that night, as he's sleeping, there's a little worm that God sends and it munches, munch, 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 and it eats the plant. So it dies and withers. And the next morning, Jonah wakes up and there's no plant and the sun is beating down on him and the wind is blowing against him. And Jonah is just absolutely furious with God once more. And God says to Jonah, Jonah, is it right for you to be angry about the plant? And Jonah says, yes, it is. And I'm so angry. I wish that I was dead. And the Lord says, Jonah, you have been concerned about the plant, though you didn't tend it and make it grow. It sprang up overnight and it died overnight. And should I not therefore have concern for this great city of Nineveh? You see, Jonah was concerned about a little plant and a plant that he didn't grow and that he didn't tend. In fact, it is a plant that belonged 
to God. And shouldn't God, therefore, be so much more concerned about his 120,000 people in Nineveh who he had tended, who he had made grow, who's so much more important to him than a little plant? And if God cared about those people of Nineveh, then surely God's prophet, Jonah, should have cared about them too. You see, God doesn't want anyone to perish. He wants all to be saved. And in fact, that is why the Son of God, Jesus, went to the cross. He died on our behalf, taking the punishment for sin and rebellion that we deserved so that we could all be let off the hook. And it was the same Son of God, the same Jesus, who died on the cross so that Jonah as well could be let off the hook. The cross is the great leveller where we all come before God knowing that we are sinful, knowing that we're rebellious and knowing that we are in need of God's grace and his compassion and his love. And so God was absolutely thrilled that the people of Nineveh had repented and turned back to him and turned away from their evil ways. He was thrilled about it and therefore his prophet Jonah should be thrilled about it as well. Let's not desire for people to be punished. Punishment isn't what God calls for. God's desire is for people to turn away from their evil ways and for them to turn back to him. So let's pray for God's heart for his people. And God's heart is one that is full of grace and compassion. Slow to anger is our God. He is abounding in love. We have a God who relents from sending calamity. Let's ask him to give us this grace and compassion and love that he has that we find so difficult to express and give to others. Let's pray. So Father, we love you so much and we admit, Lord, today that our hearts are so often wrong. We so often want people to be punished when you want them to turn to you and to forgive and for you to forgive them. And so, Lord, we pray that you'd give us your grace, give us your love, give us your compassion that you have for people around us and help us to share those attributes of you with them. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.